control from the corner. I don't even have to come in. Three, two, one. Let the celebration begin in Seattle. It is over. The Seattle Supersonics have won the NBA World Championship Series in five games. Junior to third base. They're going to wave him in. The throw to the plate will be late. The Mariners are going to play for the American League Championship. I don't believe What a run. Marshawn Lynch still on his feet. Has blockers now. He's dancing his way for the touchdown. Down the middle. He's got a man. The ball is caught. Game over. Touchdown. The game is over. The Seahawks are going back to the Super Bowl. What's up, world? I'm Blackout Brendan. And I'm Mae Moore. And this is Shotgun Sports. Fuck. Ah, oh, no. <clears throat> My stomach is so full. Water Malone. Shout out to White Claw. Oh man, shout Your the new fuck flavors out. are delicious. Dude. With the exception of lemon, which I'm very disappointed in. You know, I'm okay with it, honestly. Like it's not really that big of a deal to me. Uh, I was just expecting so much because lemon is like one of my favorite like artificial flavors. You know what I mean? Like <sighs> lemon Dasani, delicious. Ugh. Uh Dasani le- for one, you're Sour, sour lemon drop candies, delicious. I'm stopping you right now. Um, anyways, guys, what's up? Uh, this is uh, Shotgun Round, Kobe Bryant. 24. 24, RIP. Um, we miss you, Kobe. Um, uh, I'm just... We're just grateful we made it this far. It's pretty awesome, you know. Uh, we're we're just happy to do it. I mean, I'm just extremely happy because we have the new variety pack right now. We both just shotgun some watermelons, and uh, it's just honestly just delicious. I'm gonna get a tangerine right now. I think this is tangerine. Yeah, tangerine. Um, anyways, guys, uh, not to diminish Kobe Bryant at all. But no, look over your left shoulder. There's another 24 we got to honor. Yep, I know, I know. <laughs> we got the kid. Ken Griff, you know, it's just, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, like when you think of 24, like now, I mean, like the only thing that comes to your mind is Kobe Bryant. Like if anyone says 24, like you immediately stop and you're like Kobe Bryant, even like us as diehard Seahawks fans, like, you know, before the death of Kobe, you think of 24, you think of Marshawn Lynch, you think of, you know, the 100%. kid, you know, Ken Griff, uh, you know, it's just that that's the stuff you look for. Um, and it's still it, honestly still like, you know, um, Still to this day, you know, it's it's kind of just like it doesn't feel right. You know, like I'm decked out my Lakers gear right now. Um, I got my Lakers shorts that I ordered. Took three and a half weeks to get here. but Jesus Christ. Yeah, I ordered them off a sketchy site, you know. So it's on Instagram. I saw all these. like These these are the throwback Lakers shorts um, where they have Lakers. Logo your, on the front. Oh, yeah, on the front. By your dick. By my penis. Um, you know, so I don't know. Like, I've been waiting for these for, like, a long time. I saw LeBron wear them when he first signed with the Lakers, and I was just like, I have to have those shorts. Um, anyways, uh, this is uh, Shock and Round 24. 
Um, you know, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors, Hack Job Productions. Actually, Hack Job. Uh, went to one of the little showings, and they actually won uh, last night oh, shit. at the Pickford. They had a little seasonal uh, short story movies, and uh, they did uh, they did one, and it won, and it was actually really good. Uh, there was like five short films that was in there, and Hack Job won. Um, I mean, honestly, after I saw Hack Jobs, I just bounced because I was super fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw the first three. Which were okay, and then, you know, uh, Devin's movie uh, just blew it out of the water. So I got the text after we bounced, and they were like, oh, yeah, we won. And they got like $100 cash prize, so that was oh, pretty shit, cool. yeah. Yeah, so I can pay their tab at the Beaver. Um, and also, just remember to, uh, you know, uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give us a review. You know, give us a five-star rating. be awesome. Um, and remember, if you guys have any ideas for us, shoot them our way. That's right. Um, you know, I... <laughs> I've just been super slacking, like, on the NCAA. You're like, I, fe- I feel like our contacts are kind of, like, just done with me. Like, I haven't hit any of them up. Yeah. I- I've just been so busy with life, dude. Like, when I was laid off, I didn't have a job. Like, that was all I was thinking about, you know? And then I started getting that job hunt, got Ooh, a job. God, that tangerine's so good. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, got a job, you know, and now I'm going back to school full-time online, like... I'm pretty fucking swamped. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm trying. Like, I'm not making any promises right now, man. Like, it sounds like a super sick ass idea, and I really want to do it. I really do. Um, there's just some stuff coming up between me and Amor personally. The podcast is going to be changing here in a little bit. We're not going to say anything right now, but just letting you guys know, some stuff's going to be different uh, in the next couple months. Uh but the show will go on, you know. I don't know who's gonna listen to us, but it will go on because um, I I felt I fall in love with this, and I I don't want to I don't want to stop it. It's it's weirdly fun, just like sitting in a room talking into microphones. It really is. It makes you feel like you're somebody. Like I don't know. <laughs> like it sounds super cheesy, but it does. It makes you feel important. I don't Especially know because our, our our setup for you know those of you that don't know is pretty professional. We've got a table. With the mixer in front of us, got candles and lit. our mics, <laughs> and we got the ambiance of some Griffey posters and one Pink, Pink Floyd, Floyd poster. With the fucking asses right there. If I ever want, man, I want to see some asses. I just look over the Pink Floyd, you know, poster, and there's some booty cheeks right there. And, and buddy, I got buddy shit boxes right over there. Yeah, I got know, buddy's pooper box intimate. over there. It's good. I mean, I clean it like every other day. Dude, shit's like a fucking adult. So he's a chunky. He's old. He's old man. Uh, but yeah, I mean. I don't know, guys. Like, I, I apologize. Like, I, I want to do it, but I feel like I'm not. Um, uh, with, with the time crunch and with what's happening in the podcast in the next couple months, um, which uh, there's going to be some change up, and you know, we'll, you guys will know. I don't want to keep on talking about. It. Anyways, we're gonna move on. Uh, fuck this. So we're gonna go on to the XFL. Seattle Dragons. We fucking lost. Uh, Dis- disappointing. It, it was a really fucking bad game. Like, honestly, like, it was horrible. Um, for, first of all, I'm gonna say right now, Brandon Silvers don't like him. Our quarterback, I do not fucking like him at all. Like, I got no faith. I have no faith in Brandon Silvers. If you know, uh, uh, okay, um, you know, if uh, firehead coach Jim Zorn, if he wants to keep on doing Brandon Silvers, like, there's no way we're making it to the XFL championship. There's no way we're making. I don't even know how the playoffs really work, but I just know that. <laughs> I think it's just two rounds. No, no, it is just two rounds. But I don't know. How, like, I mean, I guess it's just the best in the West. The two best in the West, I believe, and the two best in the East. Probably. I don't fucking know. Um, but, you know, it, it was just a really sad week three. Um, uh, we hosted the Dallas Renegades. Uh, the final score was 24-12. to 12. 
Um, you know, in the beginning, the game was pretty, you know, kind of back and forth. Defense was playing really good. And our offense, Brandon Silvers, man, was just fucking horrible, dude. Like, him throwing those picks, he okay, for one, he can't throw the ball at all on the run. Like, he tries to be some, you know, Russell Wilson type shit, running to the side. That's not and, you, dude. And he, he can't do it. And honestly, like, it's just grinding my gears that, you know, Jim Zorn hasn't given, uh, you know, BJ Daniels a, a shot. Just, just a series. I mean, it's the first season, you know. Um, and you can hear it from the crowd, like the back to back two home games, which have been stellar. Like it looks amazing. It's selling out. Um, the fans are loving it. Um, I mean, like everyone's dressing up in dragon costumes. I mean, like I'm full blown about XFL, like literally Saturdays. Like all I can think about is watching the dragons play on one hand. It's really good though that, well, it's not good. We have a shitty quarterback, but it shows how strong our fan base is that game to game. The fans there know already that he's shitty. They're yeah, not, I mean, not like they're booing, <laughs> they're yeah. booing Brandon. Like, <laughs> like literally, if there's can you just be like a chant where the boo just gets directly towards Brandon Silver's? I, I'm sure that they would figure it out. But I mean, we have a solid run game. Our offensive line is not bad. I mean, Brandon Silver's doesn't get pressured like Russell Wilson does. That's for fucking sure. Um, our defense is actually pretty good. Uh, you know, uh, special teams is. As good as it can be. I mean, there hasn't been any, t- you know, uh, return touchdowns on us, so that's good. Um, but just the game, it just it just got over our hand, you know. And like some of the, okay, so the thing we're doing right now, and like it shows that we don't have faith in our quarterback because we do run, run, pass, and then most times we just do run, run, run. And if we don't get the first down, um, they're more they're more likely to go for it if you reach the forty yard line, uh, the opposing teams, because the punt rule and everything like that they they don't want to get touched back and have it get brought out further um onto uh your opposing side or however the the that rule is for that uh but in the xfl it's pretty huge on going for it on fourth down and like once you get past midfield a lot of it like majority of the times that the the teams go for it on fourth down but um our run game is pretty fucking solid but we have no faith in our quarterback and it shows in the play calling it really fucking shows and Brandon Silver's like, God damn! There was this play where Keenan uh, Keenan Reynolds like was on a go route. Um, I forget what quarter it was, but like I vividly was remember this. And he would have hit him if he would have threw it a little bit further, hit him in stride. Like he, that would have been an easy score touchdown. But but Keenan Reynolds had to slow down and like look for the ball and like try to catch the ball when the defender already just knew that the ball was coming. Like I mean. I don't know, like Brandon Silver, he, he doesn't have an arm. He's not accurate. Um, he's a good, you know, check down pass quarterback, which pretty much any quarterback could do in well, the NFL but, or XFL. And it completely negates the point of the XFL to be, like, awesome and taking risks and shit like that if you're just a check down pass. Yeah, I mean, like, 100%. Like, the, you know, they want to see fucking high-flying, uh, you know, quarterbacks. And, you know, I, I want to tell you right now, I think the best team in the XFL is it's, it's not the D.C. – uh, defenders, um, they got fucking blown out by the LA Wildcats, uh, thirty nine to nine. Um, I think it's the fucking the the um, St. Louis Battlehawks, and you know I think it's the best things because they're the only XFL team that does not have an NFL team. Good for St. Louis. Good by for the way. fucking St. Louis, man. Like I was, I was actually pretty bummed out when St. Louis when they left went to LA. Like I know the LA Rams were there before, but 
I mean, you won championships in St. Louis. Right. It's, I feel like if you win a championship in that city, you can't fucking leave. You cannot leave. I I honestly do not know, like, how I would take my personal life if the Seattle Seahawks moved. Like, I would just – I don't know how I would take it. It would be weird. It would just be like the Mariners leaving, even though the Mariners haven't won, but it would be like – I wouldn't know what to do. Right, exactly. I, I was nervous for about half a second when Paul Allen died. Cause I, was like, I mean, yeah, because there was all those little flooded rumors. You know, Everyone's like, oh, they yeah. might sell the team. Likely, luckily, his wife took over, and now they have a board or whatever. Uh, but I mean, honestly, I feel like if they did sell, sell the Seattle Seahawks, I feel like there'd be a riot. Like a like a uh, oh, if it was the wrong from like person? Bruce Almighty, yeah. like, like Bruce Almighty, right? It like fucking when the uh the the Buffalo uh, uh the bu- what's the hockey team for Buffalo? Uh, the Buffalo, I don't know what their hockey team is. I don't know if they do have a hockey team, but I know that you know you know if the movie Bruce Almighty when yeah, like they uh, all wish for them to win the championship right. and the yeah, whole yeah. riot broke out. That would be us, but we'd break every single win on Seattle. Like oh, I would do that. I would literally get arrested. It'd be like when the Canucks lost to the Bruins and they burnt down their whole fucking city in Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. Or good. like the eight times that Montreal got burned down because of hockey. True, hockey's crazy. Man. It is crazy. Uh, but just for just a, you know, fair warning, any Seattle um, Seahawks owners that listen to this or shares whatever. If you guys sell this team, there would be fucking hell to pay. Hell to pay. And the Mariners. Like, I, God, they suck ass, but you can't take the Seattle Mariners away you from can't us. Can't do it. Can't do it. But but anyways, that's just that's just how I, I just don't I, – I can't fathom. I can't fathom how the, the St. Louis uh, fan base, you know, does it. I mean, they have a great, you know, MLB f- franchise, uh, the Cardinals. But, um, you know, taking away a, a team that's won championships – and a football and National League Football League. I mean, that's that's pretty tough. And you guys have one of the best quarterbacks ever to do it, Kurt Warner, um, and one of my all-time favorite running backs, Marshall Falk. Like he's definitely in my top. What a gangster! Three running backs. Um, so yeah, Marshall Falk was uh, he's legendary. But anyways, um, so that, that's that's how I feel. I mean, the St. Louis BattleHawks. I, I you know I'm I'm rooting for those guys. Like I mean, obviously I'm a Dragons fan, but I'm kind of like. You know, sick. You know, St. Louis. You know, get it going. Um, but this weekend coming up, we're playing the St. Louis BattleHawks. Oh shit! So um, the St. Louis BattleHawks are not undefeated. They're they're two and one. So I don't know why I said they're undefeated. Um, but but no team is uh, except for the Houston Roughnecks. Houston Roughnecks. They're three and zero, and um, they're fucking badass, dude. But I just feel like the St. Louis BattleHawks. They they have it going on. Um, but I mean, like honestly, it's anyone's game. You know, for the remainder of the season, XFL, I mean, you know, like I've said last episode, episode before that, XFL is here to stay. I don't care what anyone says. I'll bet whatever everyone says. Like, I guarantee this would be a second season and there's going to be at least two more teams. At least. Because if one team adds, there has to be another one. So, oh, definitely. Philadelphia is already, like, they already have the rights to their XFL team. And I'm only, you know, Amor brought up a good point last time that I'm pretty sure San Diego is probably going to be another they one. They need a team. They need one. They have a stadium. Um, they have it going on, um, anywhere with like sunshine or, um, a touristy type of environment is going to get, um, an XFL team. That's for sure. Um, I was honestly surprised that Seattle got one when that, like when we heard it, because like right. the, a- the AAF, whatever American uh-huh. Legion's football, they didn't have a Seattle well, team. I think there's going to be some funny cities in there too. Like there might be like a Myrtle beach or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like some like smaller towns, but like you were saying with the vacation destinations, you know? Yeah, but you also got to have uh, – I mean, you have to have some sort of like sports involved, right. like fan base. There could you be know? a Charleston. 
Yeah. You know I, mean? I mean, that's why they picked Seattle, honestly, is because, like, I mean, the 12s, like, we're the best fan base in the world. So, 100%. Yeah. I, I, there's been some rumors, I'm going to say. Oh, God. That there might be. I mean, this is a long shot, but I've heard about it. Oh, Jesus. God damn it. Um, see, I'm working again, so I'm off waking up early and shit and yawning. Um, I yawn all the time, though. Uh, there's been kind of some rumors that maybe London might have an XFL team next year. Oh, shit. But, I mean, that's a lot of money for XFL to be traveling and stuff like that, you know. But, 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 but the Bersain is because how well the XFL is doing that they might, you know, when they branch out more, they're going to be making a lot more money next year. They're going to have a lot more sponsors. I mean, like, they've already been televised on ABC, Fox, you know, like, legit shows right you know you know legit uh you know channels i, I and, like this idea of the xfl going to europe yeah i, I mean, hadn't heard about this until this second but already i'd see the movement i feel like it'd be you get one in london huge. you get one in paris and then you recruit all these big ass like because european dudes like giant nordic motherfuckers right to come and play offensive line that would have never done it before right but like i'm but i'm just saying it's like because the XFL is so much different compared to the NFL because the NFL, I mean, everyone's been talking about the Jaguars moving over to London, and apparently they want the Jaguars to start playing two games a year in They're London. They're going to do it next year. Oh, oh they are. Yeah. yeah. Okay, they are. Yeah. But because that's like the big, big thing, like Jacksonville Jaguars, they're trying to move to London. I don't really see it happening. That's a lot of traveling for players. That's, right. That's that's going to be horrible on your body. Like I would never want to play for Jacksonville. I feel really bad for the people of Jacksonville because both of those games are home games for them. Right. So the people of Jacksonville are losing out on two games next year. Yeah. So um, you know, I you know, it, it, it's going to be a super shitty situation. But I mean, that's why I feel like if the XFL does branch out to um, to London and then the European, uh, you know, uh, country, I feel like. You know, that's good for the XFL because they will have the XFL pay for having them coming over. You know, and that's only nine games versus 16 in the NFL, you know. And uh, we'll talk about more about the, the whole vote that just happened, um, which I'm strongly opposed of. Like, I do not agree with it. Um, but, but, but yeah, that's going to be pretty much it. You know, like, it, I, I don't know. Like, I, like, speaking of the CBA, like, um, I, I, I'm against it. I'm, I'm strongly against it. You know, I, you know, as much as I love football and I love watching football, uh, I think that's the reason why, like, I'm so in love with the XFL. Well, I mean, that's one reason why I'm in love with the XFL, you know, because football is back, you know, like, February football's over, you know, no, it's not. <sighs> Here comes, you know, the XFL. But, I mean, looking out for the NFL players' well-being, so the CBA new rule, what they want to do is they want to have a 17th game. So it's not going to be 16, it's going to be 17 games. And they're going to move the the playoffs to eight teams in the NFC and eight teams in the AFC. And I'm super against that. I could, okay, I, if I would pick one of the two, I'd pick just, just play the 17th game. Right. Because eventually that's going to happen. It That's an inevitability uh Part of why some people don't like the 17th game right now is because they think, you know, I think within the next 10 years, we're going to have a 17th game. 100%. But the scary thing for certain players or for certain people is that if we have a 17th game now, by the next 10 years, we're going to have an 18th game. Yeah, and it's just going to – they're going to keep on just trying to – they're just going to keep on torturing the NFL where it's going to deplete. 
you know, and um, I don't want that to happen. But at the same time, um, you know, it's – Jesus, I'm so sorry. Perdon. Uh, nah, but it's just I, – I, I honestly, I, I, don't, I don't like it. And uh, a lot of the players have voiced out. Russell Wilson, uh, Russell Wilson voiced out. Um, he voted no. Um, he basically said, like, the MLB and the NBA is doing it right. And I think he's probably the team rep for the Seahawks. Uh, more um, likely, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Richard Sherman, who is actually an executive member of the Players Association, uh, is strongly against it as well. Yep. Which, and Aaron Rodgers. Which, if you're uh, looking at business decisions, looking at Richard Sherman's probably a good way to go. Right. Mm. All right. So check it out. So this is what, um, uh, you know, and uh, excuse me, but um, it, it's seven, seven teams for the NF, for the NFC and the AFC. This is what I'm looking at. So the revised NFL play, uh, playoff format, if it were to happen this season, okay, you have number one, the San Francisco 49ers is the bye. Number two, the Packers versus number seven Rams. And then you have the number three Saints versus number six Vikings, and you have the the Eagles versus the Seahawks. So only the one seed gets a buy, right? So the only one seed gets a buy, two seed does not, and they add one more team. So on the AFC, a team that would have got brought in that wasn't a part of it was going to be the Steelers. So it's not eight. It's not eight. Right. I thought it was. I thought it was eight, but seven, because only one team gets a buy. So one team gets a bye, and um, which I mean, I don't know. I don't. I'm, I'm indecisive because right, I'm so thinking hard. about our situation. Like I, I'm just thinking about Seattle Seahawks, honestly. Like, but at the same time, like I'm thinking about all the NFL players, you know, and their well being. I mean, it's a risky fucking game. Like with this whole fucking uh, Aaron Hernandez. You know, uh, Netflix oh, documentary. Did, did you watch that? I just watched it last week. I didn't like it. I mean, it's all right. I mean, like I under, I knew what all happened. Right. So like everyone was freaking out on Twitter about it, and I'm like, fuck, I have to watch this. Yeah. And they just said everything that I already knew about by that already we saw in the news. When it yeah, happened. yeah, exactly. Like I was just like, so these are the motherfuckers that don't pay attention to sports. Yeah, exactly. It was just that were like, oh my attention. god. And majority of it was women because everyone was like, oh my god, this gorgeous man, fucking. You know, did this horrible thing. It's like, I mean, I'm not saying that um, football was a problem for his CTE and that like he, you know, yes, he did donate his brain and it did show severe impacts to CTE. But like, I mean, that's not like a legit, you know, uh, reason to murder people. <laughs> I mean, like then NFL wouldn't even, getting hit in the head wouldn't even be a thing. Like look at these boxers and UFC fighters. I mean, like head trauma is huge. Um, and that's one of the reasons why, like, I feel like, you know, you know, the NFL, like, it's getting really soft. But at the same time, it's like you're not out there giving your body 100% and giving getting hit in the head all the time. Like, just the other week when we went snowboarding and hit my head, like, I was almost out for the count. Like, I was like – You were fucked up. I was nursing that shit, like, the whole entire day until on to the next day. But can you imagine players that go through practice all week getting hit in the head and during game times? I mean, like, it's – that's real deal. I mean, like you, you see players that get that use helmet to helmet in the games, but like that shit probably happens all the time in practice. Oh, a hundred percent, all the fucking time. I mean, like you can't. I mean, yeah, you control it, but sometimes like it just happens. You know, like if so, if people say like helmet to helmet doesn't happen in practice, I would never believe that. I mean, that I hundred percent doubt that. Well, wasn't like one of the worst head injuries last year? Uh, 
someone's own teammate running into him that like they were both going for the tackle and it wasn't even like a thing but like the dude got fucked up because of it you know I, i'm not 100 percent sure but i did hear about that i don't know what team it was or who or what what the players were but um that i mean yeah i, I think i remember hearing that i don't know um a lot of shit that goes on with that but i mean man i don't know like i I don't know. I'm I'm against it. I mean, I hopefully because the 17th game is inevitable. Like it's gonna happen. You know, is the I, NFL offering another bye week or no? See that they didn't say that. No second bye week. Well, that I mean, would be like the thing. Like if they did a 17th game but had a second bye week, like maybe that's a better way to do it. It does elongate the season two more weeks. Well, I mean, so, like, what they're saying right now is, like, if they do have the 17th game, it's going to be a non-starter game. Like, it's already going to be pretty much, like, guaranteed, like, right. God damn it. I'm so yawning. But it's just, like, if if I'm a team in the 17th game there, you know, like, even if we're not, you know, unless it's a team that is trying to knock out another player just for greed, not going to the playoffs, then, yeah, I can see starters playing. But, um, I mean, it's just going to be, like, Honestly, the 17th game is going to be like the 16th game. I yeah, mean, oh, starters I, don't I really so play. Too. So, I um, mean. And then also, I didn't see this in the agreement, but I heard people talking about it last week. Uh, are they going to shorten the preseason if they do this? I no, heard the I, preseason might go down to three games. I, so, I, I'm not 100% sure, honestly, about it. But uh, they haven't really stated that much. I mean, I know that the the, the players are going to get more money doing the 17th game. And, um, you know, so they're going to get, like, I think it was, like, 48% of the revenue is going to go towards the players. Right. Um, you know, so that's a plus for them. Um, but I believe it's if they only play. So, I mean, if you have the 17th game and people are trying to save their bodies for the playoffs, I mean, you can't really load manage in in NFL. There's It's impossible. Oh, I mean – you can if you have just an all-star studded roster where you have multiple superstars in that position. Yeah, you could do it. But in quarterback, it's kind of impossible. The other thing about adding extra playoffs games is that it juices the fuck out of the players because they don't get paid the same for playoff games. They don't, like, make their regular salary. They make, like, all bonus shit. Well, yeah, it's all bonus, yeah. Yeah, and so... But the NFL rakes in hella extra advertising because it's the playoffs. Oh, yeah, and So, 100%. like, adding that bonus playoff game is just basically free money for the owners. Exactly, Like, yeah. it's a huge juice on the players adding another playoff game. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I personally feel like – I mean, like, but because, like, our, our division is, like, the most stacked division in NFL. We would benefit we more would than benefit, anybody. Yeah, we'd benefit more than anyone. Yeah, because the L.A. Rams, they would have been they in been the in. playoffs. Yeah. You know, and uh, I forgot their, their record, but um, they weren't they weren't um, the record of the Seattle Seahawks. Or if we're not. Fuck me. Um, I, once I start, dude, it's like a yeah. fucking contagious loop. It just keeps on going. Um, I'm surprised I'm not doing it. I know it's weird. Usually yawns are contagious. I don't know. Maybe you're just different. Uh, but I I'm, mean, I am fighting it pretty hard. Yeah. Okay. Um, but just put your finger underneath your nose, or if you let me know, let me know when you're about to, you're about to yawn. I'll put my finger underneath your nose. I and thought that was for sneezing. It is, but we can test it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. No, I, I feel the same way. Um, you know, hopefully it does not go. I don't want to see it go. Uh, I mean, a lot of the players are. Voice and no, I haven't heard any players that said yes. I mean, maybe the third stringers are saying yes because that gives them the time to, to play. 
But if they're having problems about not getting playing time, go to the XFL, you'll play, and then you'll you'll get going. Um, you know, speaking of that, um, for the XFL, uh, there was a, a player that I wanted to give a shout out for. Um, so Kenny Robinson, okay, a prospect in this year's NFL draft. Uh, with a pick of uh, Matt McLaughlin, Mc, uh, I can't remember that, the NFL analyst, whatever. Uh, he was rendered uh, academically in, uh, ineligible at uh, Western uh, Virginia University. I almost yawned, but I stopped it. Um, and needed to earn some money to help his Wait, mother. West Virginia or Western Virginia? Sorry, West Virginia. Did I say Western? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's because we live in Bellingham. I'm sorry. But West Virginia University. Um, uh, he needed to earn some some money to help his mother that was diagnosed with cancer. So he chose to play in the XFL instead of sitting out a year in transfer. Um, and he's been killing it with the the St. Louis uh, Battlehawks. And he had a pick in last game. Uh, you know, so I mean, like, I think that's pretty cool. You know, and there's actually more players out there that that dropped out of college to go play for the XFL. Um, to to make some money so like i mean like they're not making like horrible money i mean they're they're, like the average player which is probably like you know the normal guy is making 55 grand right they get an extra 1685 i believe um just for being activated and suiting up on game day and then they win an extra if they win they get an extra two thousand two hundred and twenty two dollars so i mean like it's not bad money for nine games and two playoff games other other bonuses for like position players and well, yeah, I mean, like, like so, that. like the I think quarter, I mean, quarterbacks are negotiated. So, quarterbacks, like, right. I think Cardell Jones for the DC Defenders makes like five hundred grand, you know, and that's fucking good money for playing only nine games, and you know, uh, yeah, and playing the game that he loves. And I'm sure other players are negotiated. And next year, it's just gonna go up a hundred percent. And I feel like I've been saying this that college is fuck. This, this is the biggest competitor for college. It's not the Canadian Football League. It's Nothing like that. It's the XFL. XFL is being a fucking legit source. I can't wait of, for Johnny Manziel to be on an XFL team. He'll never be on an XFL team. <laughs> Darren fucking Teed. Johnny Manziel is not going to be an XFL team. Um, they, they, he can't even make it in the Canadian Football League. He couldn't make it in the AAF. Like, there's no way an XFL team is going to be like, you know what? If Brandon Silvers is still starting for the fucking Seattle Dragons, and we that's don't have saying. Johnny Manziel, bring that's just Johnny a football. sign. No, no. I, I would never watch the Seattle Dragons if they brought Johnny Manziel Can we bring in Tim Tebow? I'll I'll get Tim Tebow tattooed my forehead. <laughs> I love that guy. He's a horrible football player, but I love him. He's also a really bad baseball player. Yeah, but I mean, well, he's not bad. He's still on the roster. I mean, he's not like on the the actual like major league team, but he's on like their farm team. But like, he still produces. Um. Um. But I mean, I don't know. I, I, the rule about the NFL doing this whole CBA, I don't like it. I hope it gets nixed. Maybe in the next 10 years when cars are floating and houses are floating and just weird shit's going on. But right now, until the whole universe changes, let's just keep it the way it is and keep football great. Um, keep XFL great. Like, I think it's great for the NFL players because um, it's something else off their back with people being like, oh, we don't get any football for this amount of time. It's like, no, here's the XFL. There's more football. The just- other argument that I heard about why we should keep things the way it is. And I think this is fucking genius. Is that it's going to fuck with all the records that we have. Because all the records are based on a certain amount of games. The amount of yards you met, 
got, the amount of touchdowns you got per year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like 24 games a season. Yeah. It's like, well, fuck, of course they're going to beat the records. Right. If, if we add a game, all of a sudden those old records, it, they don't matter anymore because there's an extra game and they're going to get fucking beaten constantly. That's true, yeah, because you can have one team that's like, you know what, I'm going to have the starter in against all these you know third stringers, and he's getting like 400 right. yards rushing, and it's like... How are we going to be able to compare like you know historically great offenses to each other if there's a whole bunch of disparities in the games? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I just hope it doesn't change. I mean, like I just feel it slipping away, and I just don't want the whole sports world to turn, don't to, these turn owners into basketball. Make enough money. <laughs> I know, you know right? I mean? Don't they make enough? Have you guys not seen the movie Basketball? It's a great movie. Have you seen what happened to sports when Freestone it got too much? And Matt Parker. Yeah, it's like fuck. Like that movie predicts the future, and I keep on fucking yachting. Joey Diaz. God damn it. Um, but yeah, fuck. Uh, so uh, speaking of football, so the combine's coming up. Um, it's this gonna be week. Yeah, it's this exciting. week. Yeah, it's it's exciting. Yeah. Um, you know, and another quarterback that has been kind of they're calling it the Lamar Jackson. You know, the, the Lamar Jackson question. Um, Jalen Hurts was on the the podium and uh, was asked get was getting asked questions and one of the questions was the same thing Lamar Jackson got was like if a team drafts you would you be willing to play a different position the motherfucker's a quarterback stop asking a stupid ass question stupid questions like Jesus man like these guys are paid reporters and they're gonna ask I mean I get it they're just trying to get you know you know uh, propaganda and right, like publicity sound bites yeah. yeah you know um, but Jalen Hurts is a quarterback. He's not going to play anything else, just like Lamar Jackson. I honestly would have thought Lamar Jackson, if he obviously could play a different different position. You know, there's some quarterbacks out there right now that can play different positions. Um, well, I take that back. I, I, anyways, I can't really think of one. Um, besides Lamar Jackson, it, it, yeah, but anyways, I mean, like, when they're a quarterback and their mindset set on it and, like, that's their whole entire dream, you're literally asking someone, like, hey, uh, can you give up your position to go play tight end or wide out? I mean, like, the only well, the only player that I know uh, just recently that was a quarterback and they made him a different player was Tyrone Swoops with Seattle Seahawks. He was a quarterback at Texas and they made him a tight end. I mean, he's a big ass dude, and he was like, "Yeah, all right," because he wasn't really a good quarterback at Texas at all. I mean, he he won some games and he did some, you know, they're all triple read option type shit. And uh, to be totally fair, it happens a lot going from high school to college. There's a shitload of high school quarterbacks that go in and do something else in college. But if you play yeah. all four years at quarterback in college and people are asking you, or even three years or whatever, if you play quarterback in college, people are asking you if you'll take another position, that is straight disrespectful. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, like it's just like, uh, um, fuck, I keep on forgetting his name. But the, the guy that we drafted, or I think what he was a quarterback and then became a wide receiver and actually became like actually pretty talented. Uh, Tanner McAvoy. Is that what you're talking about? No. no. He's actually in the XFL. Yeah. He's playing for the uh, Tempe Vipers. That, that, that was a similar situation. He uh, transitioned in college to a receiver. Yeah, but no, I'm talking about quarterback. Uh, he was uh, – God, what's his name? It's going to fucking kill me. Um, he was a wide receiver for the Jets for a little bit. Um, tall, lengthy guy. wore number two. He played for Seattle. Um, but he was a horrible quarterback, and then he went to the Oakland Raiders, and then he went, oh, fuck, what's his name? Oh, number two, I can picture him. It's not, it's not, oh, man, why can I not think of this guy's name? It's going to, it's going to hit me when we're done recording this podcast. Of course it will. Um, but, uh, anyways, yeah, so, I mean, like, it, it's, I mean, there, there's players out there that will, um, 
that will transition and you know from quarterback and become wide receiver. But like it, like I said, it's very small and similar. I mean, sorry, very small and few. Um, but um, the, the quarterbacks that actually do extremely well in college, like with throwing, not Tim Tebow wise. Well, actually, I feel like Tim Tebow is one of the quarterbacks that was ex- probably one of the best all-time quarterbacks in college. 100%. But once the NFL was just like fucking straight ass. Right. You know, and a lot of people said that about Johnny Menzel. I'm like, no, if Johnny Menzel would have stayed two more years and left the senior year, I feel like Johnny Menzel might be more better of a football player and maybe oh, he might definitely be. definitely should have done that. Yeah. I mean, right now, Baker Mayfield is falling really, really bad in that path of becoming the next Johnny Menzel. And I really feel like he needs to take a step back of acting, even though he's hilarious. And I feel like he's a great actor. If he doesn't make it in football, go act. I feel like you can do great at it. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Baker Mayfield really needs to step back on the whole media situation. And I mean, I don't know if it's just because there are Browns, um, you know, being in Cleveland Brown, like they're the spotlight now becoming, you know, um, team America, you know, uh, but just, yeah, he needs to take a step back, bro. So he's going to turn real quick in the Johnny Menzel. Um, but other than that, I mean, yeah, so the combine's coming up. So pretty much everything on Twitter and all social media is all like showing all the, the old, you know, footage of DK Metcalf and, um, you know, Tyler Lockett, Russell Wilson and uh, Greg Olson, our new tight end and Will Disley. So it's pretty cool. Um, and I'm still stoked that we got we got Greg Olson. I feel like that's a super, super solid um, uh, first sign of offseason, you know, good oh, signs. Oh, it's a great pick. Yeah. It's perfect. We, we already filled a hole. Right, yeah. So, um yeah, so I mean, like that, that's that's just good stuff, you know. And then so, um, actually, J.D. Von Clowney was uh, interviewed just I think it was yesterday, or something like that. You know, asking him, talking about Seattle, and he said that he loves the culture, he loves being here. He obviously hopes that he's here next year, but he's also open to other ideas. So, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, he's a money guy. I understand. Yeah, I mean, money rules. You know, and the whole entire league's gonna be shaken up. Like, there's a lot of players getting released, cut, rumors getting traded. Um, it's it's Man, these last few years have just been like just just shell shocked. Like if you'd asked me two years ago that Earl Thomas would be on the Ravens, I'd be like, no, <laughs> you know. But he's on the Ravens. Um, so you know, this whole free agent coming up in March is going to be fucking crazy. Like it's going to be out of this world, and we'll be focusing a lot of the podcast on the free agents. And um, there's rumors right now floating that Tom Brady is uh, like almost guaranteed not going back to New England. That's what I heard as well. Which like, I am he's in, shocked. He's, yeah, so, but there's um, also rumors that New England's targeting Odell Beckham Jr., but it's like, who the fuck is going to throw to him? Yeah. <laughs> you well, know? Okay, so this is another question. If if Tom leaves, how fucked is New England? They don't have a backup plan. Well, so. Who what, are they going to get at quarterback? What I'm thinking is Tom leaves. Bill Belichick is probably one of the. I mean, I'm gonna say him and Pete Carroll are the best best head coaches in football. Oh, I agree. I Hands definitely down. agree. Um, but you like coaching alone doesn't do anything. No, I'm not, okay. Let me okay, talk. Okay, okay, let me okay, talk. Okay, okay. I'm saying it's like Bill Belichick is probably one of the best coaches in the league for the past decade and over. That he knows that Tom Brady's gonna leave. If they're gonna go and pursue Odell Beckham, they have a fucking plan. They have something planned. Okay, just putting on that Patriots uniform to a lot of players in the NFL is a dream. Just being uh, being able to be with Bill Belichick and to have the opportunity to win a championship because 
pretty much over 65 to 75% chance when you suit up for the the uh New England Patriots you're you're in the the hunt for the Super Bowl. Oh, you'll at least make the playoffs. Yeah, there's no like you know, f- oh, we're going to miss playoffs this year. It's like, no, we're going to the playoffs and Luckily the Bills are kind of good now, but like other than that, the that hopefully, division's yeah, still Hopefully trash. Josh Allen comes back after blowing that lead against Houston and just having a really bad playoff game in the second half. But I'm sure he will. He's a young quarterback. But um, the Patriots, they have they have some options, okay? And you know, you know, they have the Phillip Rivers option. They have that's not the happen. there's there's been talks about Cam Newton. There's I've been, heard that actually. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not so sure that that's gonna work out great. But no, I don't think it's work out great either. But I mean, there's there's some options. You never know. You never fucking know. Like there could be. A, like I don't know. There can be some crazy trades that go on that no one would even expect. Um, you see, you 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 can't really count it out. I mean, it's 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 crazy how, like like for example, like I'll just show you. Um, you know, there's been talks about Bridgewater. I mean, there's been talks about Breeze coming to New England. Like Breeze, I say he's coming back for 2020. But could you imagine if New England traded for Breeze? I and then New just... England gave New Orleans. Uh, something, an asset, maybe Sony Mitchell, another running back to go with Alvin Kamara. I suppose that's the other thing, though, is like New England doesn't have a lot to give. They don't at all. That's that that that's something that would probably never happen. But I was just saying, you know, like there's there's rumors about everything. There's rumors about Dak Prescott going to going to New England just to sw- just to swap. Well, not a swap because Tom Brady's a free agent. So there's no trading, right? Well, so yeah, yeah well, but, Tom Brady going but, to Dallas, but and then, if yeah. Dak went to New England. You know where Tom's going. This to Dallas, I feel like. If I was Tom Brady, I would not go to Dallas. I, I, I that's not a team that that Tom Brady can just walk into and win the championship. The only team I feel like Tom Brady can walk into and go to Super Bowl is San Francisco 49ers. I mean, it's it. I, I hate to say it, but I that's just the don't only see that happening. I don't think he wants to play in the NFC West. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want that competition. I feel. Well, like. he might. He might. You know, like he might want to show. Like you know, like that's the best division in football. You know, he, you know, plays Russell Wilson twice. He'll play Kyler Murray twice. He'll play Jared Goff twice. You know, you know, uh, I don't know. I I don't know. I, 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 I'm just looking at Tom Brady's situation and the best, the best legit team for him to go to, to go in fresh off and to win a championship is literally either going to stay with New England or go to San Francisco. There's no other team that could that he can walk into and just win. Dallas, the, the the culture is not a Tom Brady culture. They're, I mean, I mean, okay, yeah, I would say they will. They they are when it comes to media because New England's always on the media and Dallas is always front runner in the media too. So like, no matter what, yes, I can understand that. But the coaching, they got a brand new head coach, Mike McCarthy. I. Him coaching Tom Brady, I don't think so. I'm like he coached Aaron Rodgers, and th- that was a fall through. Yeah, they didn't like each other. Yeah, they fell through real quick. So, him coaching the goat, ah oh, man, that's I I can't see that. I can't see that. I mean, Kyle Shanahan, I I can't sit there and say like, yeah, he can coach it. L- literally, the only other coach I feel like that can handle Tom Brady is Mike Vrabel for the Tennessee Titans, which I I don't see Brady going there because it's Tennessee, and you got to think of uh his wife. Um, she's not going to want to go to fucking Tennessee. Um, I've heard so many things though. I've about Tennessee that they're looking at places. They're 
Tennessee looks like a viable option. Like I don't, I don't see it happening. Right. It doesn't make sense to me. No, it doesn't. But I've heard so like you know through all the sports shows and that kind of thing. Like everyone is tapping into Tennessee for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. And then I heard this ridiculous idea that New England had that they were gonna dr- they were gonna trade for Andy Dalton. And I was just like, I heard that too. I was like, what? That makes the the That's least so sense dumb. out of everything. I'd rather have fucking, uh, fucking uh, Taysom Hill, T- uh, Tyson Hill from fucking uh, whatever his name is from uh, 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 New England, New England, uh, no, or, uh, uh, New Orleans. The other one, the than, other new than place. Andy Dalton. Anyone? I mean, there's been talks about Derek Carr going to Oak, uh, going to New England. I'm sorry. Like, what do you I, think about Tom in Las Vegas? I mean, sure, go for it. <laughs> I mean, like, that's not going to bother me at all. They're not going to win. They don't have a defense. No, yeah. I mean, they don't have – I mean, they have I, – I forget what ranked offensive line they have, but it's not, like, the worst. But, I mean, they don't have enough weapons. I mean, they have a good running back, Josh Jacobs. Um, uh, Wideouts, they don't have any assets unless, like, Oakland trades for a whole new wide receiver core – or Tom Brady stays in New England, gets Odell Beckham Jr. But I really don't think Odell Beckham Jr. is that good. He's not going to make the difference no. Tom needs. Fuck no, not at all. Um, I mean, like if <laughs> you got to have, you got to have like elite, elite playmakers. You know, like if he had like a Tyreek Hill or um, just he needs a tight, he needs a tight end. Tom Brady cannot work without a tight end. It, it's he can't do it. He needs tight ends and just. To throw it back, speaking of Aaron Hernandez, he did his best with two great tight ends. Aaron that was Hernandez, probably the, yeah. That was probably the best we saw Tom Brady is when he had Aaron Hernandez and Gronk. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, it's just like I, I just feel like Tom Brady, wherever he's going, he's looking for a legit tight end. And the only – I mean, I don't know. I mean, even even Jason Winton from the Dallas Cowboys is considering playing for another team this year. Fucking crazy. I mean, you you're going to spend seven, 17, 16 years with like the Cowboys to go play one years more year, old, probably right? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I can see a random team. He's almost up. as old as Adam Vinatieri. Yeah, he's pretty old. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It's so there's so many fucking options, man. Like I, I can't wrap my head around it. It's just ridiculous. Um, so I mean, like I don't know. It's it's going to be crazy. Uh, like I said, like it's I don't know. Like every single day, I get. I look. I go on Twitter and I see all these new fucking ideas, and these new fucking theories, and and pretty much all of it's about Tom Brady. Um, you know, I don't know. He's in shock the world, but it's really looking like he's not going back to New England. So there's going to be two big things: Tom Brady leaving and New England replacing him. Uh, there's been talk about New England. Um, I don't know how in the world they can trade up, but trade up and get Tua. No one's going to let him trade. No one's no. going to trade with New England. No, no. No one wants to see New England keep on going. They exactly. want to see New England be 4 and fucking 12. Like, people want to see that shit. You know, no one wants to see New England trade up and get an all-star quarterback out of the draft or something. Like, they want to see New England with an Andy Dalton. GMs aren't even going to answer phone calls from Bill Belichick. No, there's no way in hell. I mean, they'd have to give up crazy assets which they don't have like a stefan gilmore i mean like if someone offered him i'd be like that's the, yeah, the best cornerback right, in the yeah, league yeah I'll you know I, I might i might i might consider that <laughs> um but for a team that doesn't need a quarterback you know um uh, like some people are thinking about him tr- them trading with detroit but detroit's also because detroit's number three uh detroit might not be all in on matthew stafford so they might 
uh, uh, Stanford. Sorry, they might. Um, they might. They, uh, there's been rumors that they're going to pick a quarterback, which I want to be surprised. I mean, it's crazy. I don't know. I'm so fucking wild up with the draft, the combine, the trades. I just want it to be free agents where, you know, free agency already where people are going to go flying around. Like I'm, I'm honestly, I'm really excited about seeing what happens with Richard Sherman. I think I don't know. I have a feeling he's going to get cut or. Um, I got to look into his contract. I'm not 100% sure, but I, I think this is his last year, and I think I could see – I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can go on forever about it. Uh, uh, but other than that, I mean, so um, NBA is still kicking off pretty tough. Uh, you know, after the All-Star break right now, it's like it's head-in-head head right now. So Lakers still number one in the West. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks still number one in the East. Uh, Milwaukee's looking tough. I mean, they're looking like the best they're team badass. in the league. Uh, the Clippers are having a little bit of malfunction. Um, I feel like they have so many shooters on that team that they're having so many problems with it. But um, right now, what I feel like um, with the Lakers is, I think LeBron James is front runner for MVP. I mean, like, but really every year he is. I mean, like to me he is, but like it shows. Like literally, if there if LeBron wasn't on the team that he's on. They would not be the team that they are. I mean, oh, obviously, 100%. last year they weren't. I feel like when LeBron got hurt, he. I mean, because he had a growing injury, um, you know, that happened last year that he was out for pretty much like the, the, you know, like a third of the season. But I pretty much they they knew from the get go they were like, this is it. Like there's there's no hope for us going to the playoffs. And LeBron knew that this squad that he had, that there's no way in hell that he could they were going to make it to the to the playoffs or the. Um, the finals in the West, and the West is the hardest division, so there's no way. Um, but this year, uh, with the squad that we have on the Lakers, I mean, I've, it's insane. Like, <laughs> I, I, I think it's going to be we're definitely in the Western Conference Finals against. Um, it's it's either going to be the I don't know how it's going to how the rankings are going to go, but it's going to be Lakers and either the Clippers or. Houston Rockets. Yeah, how do you feel about Houston right now? They're playing uh, a lot of small ball. They are they, playing small but, ball. But they, they got rid of Clint Capella. Be, uh, doing pretty well. They seem to be doing really well. Um, Russell Russell Westbrook has been coming on strong. Um, I think him and Harden are really meshing. But yeah, they're playing a lot of small ball. Do I think that can keep up in the in the playoffs? Well, that's the thing. Is it's good for the regular season, but in the playoffs, it's real sketchy to play that kind of game. When shit starts getting physical and referees stop calling fouls, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, you look at the you look at the Clippers. Like, obviously, they check out for they check all the boxes. But I mean, there's a lot of sleepers too in the West. Like, you have, um, you know, you have the Utah Jazz. You have, uh, oh, you the have Jazz the o- you have OKC with Chris Paul over there. And right now, like, if if the playoffs were to happen right now, the number four, number five seed is the Houston Rockets versus. The OKC Thunder. Ooh, Could you shit. imagine that That's in the crucial. lineup in the playoff? OKC fucking with Chris Paul, they traded him to the OKC you know, it's, from Houston. It's kind of weird. Like, now that OKC's roster has been completely purged of everything, right? I don't hate them as much anymore. I feel like I still should. Oh, no, I 100% still hate them. But, like... The burn is a little bit gone. I mean, I like him maybe 10% more just because of Chris Paul, and he's one of my favorite point guards ever. Right. Like, I was a huge Chris Paul fan when he was with the Clippers. Like, I, I, like, I love Chris Paul. You know, I've always, like, I'm, Great I'm, I'm like, like, like too. yeah, like, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a player fan. Okay. Like, you know, I, you know, like, I follow players. Okay. That's why, like, 
I'm with LeBron James through it all. So that's that's where I'm at. Um, and then after he leaves, well, f- I'll figure something else out. But I mean, for right now, like LeBron James, I feel like he's a goat to me. Like I, you know, that's that's my fucking idol. Like I love LeBron and I I follow him. Um, but I mean, until Seattle, you know, gets the Supersonics back, that's how I'm gonna be. And I mean, I'll still be a LeBron fan after that. But I'm just saying, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like it's like like Zion like Zion Williams. Like he's he's like they're he's bringing the the the, the Pelicans back, and they're like I think five games. Like we just beat them uh, the other night, which That's was right. a good game. But Zion is like, and I think they play again tomorrow night. Ooh, the Lakers and yeah, uh, yeah. The Pelicans? I, th- I think it's a real turnaround schedule there. Oh, I don't. That's kind of weird because we just played them yeah, right now. Yeah. Like we're playing the um, the Golden State Warriors right now. Um, LeBron James is actually sitting out tonight. Uh, it's because he went so hard against the Pelicans the other night. Well, he, he was did. throwing up hella dunks and shit. This motherfucker was going ham like well, no, he, he was he, in his twenties. Well, yeah, but like you know, he's uh no no. We play the Grizzlies tomorrow. Um, uh, well, actually, sorry, on Saturday, and then we don't play the Pelicans again until. Uh, pff, n- we don't. <laughs> I thought there was another one coming up. Never no. Mind. No, we don't. Um, so, yeah, no. Yeah, so, oh, oh, no, yeah, you're right. We play, uh, let's look at it. So, we have, we play the Grizzlies next, which is on Saturday. And then in March, we play the Pelicans on March 1st. So, this Sunday, we play Pelicans. Okay, in New okay, Orleans, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then that is the last time we play the Pelicans until if they make it in the playoffs. So there's that, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, but there's also been a lot of stuff going on too, like on the NBA about you know people being like, are the Lakers in the wrong by not low managing LeBron because he's in the 17th year? But like LeBron says, which he did come out, he's like, you know, you know, I, I, I'm coming out to play. If I'm healthy to play this game, Yo, I'm gonna play. LeBron can load manage himself. That dude's a freak. Like he can. Di- He's playing like a 19-year-old. You, you you think the coach is deciding whether or not LeBron plays that oh, night? Oh, 100% no. No, LeBron is deciding if, Frank, if, if Frank he wants Vogel, to play. <laughs> if Frank Vogel was like, hey, LeBron, you're sitting out. He'd be like, I'm going to slap you and your <laughs> yeah. mother. Like, like, you better shut your fucking like, mouth. LeBron can manage himself. Yeah, that is the coach. Everyone else calm down. Frank Vogel's getting paid to look at LeBron and be like. basically the general manager, too. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. That was the reason why LeBron went to the Lakers. Because yeah, they were like, hey, 100%. check it out. You know, Magic was like, yo, like. This is your show, like you know, like you know, Luke Walton, like yeah, he's you know, if you want him gone, we'll be gone. Whatever, one season, yeah. Luke Walton gone. Um, but you know, it's it, it, yeah, it's LeBron's show, like no matter what, like yeah, Frank Vogel, I mean, whatever. But but like yeah, that's crazy. People say that like LeBron's not determining his own destiny. Like it's LeBron up to, is the, like it's up to anybody else except yeah, for him. LeBron dictates the starting lineup. <laughs> yeah. LeBron dictates who gets subs in, like. The, yeah. Who the fuck gets traded? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. You think that anything goes on in the Lakers organization without his approval? No, you're fucking wrong. Not okay? a chance. That guy controls everything. Um. So yeah, but but yeah, that's gonna wrap it up for us right now on episode Kobe Bryant. Uh, I mean, like we have um a lot of stuff coming up. I mean, like right now, like we're gonna be focusing like this week. I'm gonna focus a lot on the combine. Um, and you know, news about that, you know, and, in pretty much like in like, uh, future drafts for, um, the Seattle Seahawks, there's a lot of stuff going on that we might be drafting. Like another thing that came up for Seattle Seahawks is, uh, uh, the running back from Boston college. I forgot his name, but he's like the heaviest running back in the league oh, in the shit. draft. And I, I wouldn't be surprised to see how drafts another running back. I mean, like we're pretty quick on 
draft and, and picking running backs. And Chris Carson's coming up on his last year. That's true. So I wouldn't be surprised. But um, a lot of stuff coming up, guys. So stay tuned. Thank you guys for, for tuning in. We love you guys. Uh, you know, this is a shotgun round 24. Uh, 24. 2 Hey, Kobe. Hey, Kobe. Here we go. <laughs> Anyways, guys, like always, I'm Black Up Brendan. And I'm Aid Moore. And this is Shotgun, shotgun Sports. Bring them back. back.